0: I'm extremely excited. This is my first time doing Facebook Live. And so I'm definitely pumped up. We're coming out of Matthew chapter 9, verses 20 through 22. For those who want to connect with uh, on your Bibles, on your phone, however you're going to do it. All right, I'm going to go ahead and begin. What I want to do, first of all, I want to welcome everybody here. Um, this is the PGTV Network. Uh, it's a brand new vision uh, that God has given me to share the gospel and use all of my gifts and talents to inspire people. And so uh, Road to Damascus, we'll, we have a Sunday service message that, uh, that goes out. And today, tonight, is the very first time that we're launching... Uh, the the Bible study, which I call Midweek Motivation. It will be every Wednesday after today. So definitely tell people to tune in and to connect with us. And just a little motivation in the middle of the week. Um, the scripture today is uh, Matthew chapter 9, verses 20 through 22. Um, I'll get started in just a few moments, but just know this will be something that will be happening uh, RTD has operated for so many years uh, on the UNCC campus, but we're finally going global. And so I'll, say, I'll talk a little bit about that later on. And as I'm preaching, if you have any comments or messages, please don't hesitate to put it up, um, to send them to me in your comments. So I'm going to go ahead and get started. All right, we're coming out of Matthew chapter 9, verse 20 through 22, and I'm going to read it. It says, and behold, a woman which was diseased with an issue of blood, 12 years, came behind him and touched the hem of his garment. For she said within herself, if I may but touch his garment, I shall behold. But Jesus turned him about, and when he saw her, he said, daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith hath made thee whole. And so uh, we kicked off on Sunday. The series is 2020 Vision, the year to be clear. And so midweek motivation is kind of piggybacking off that. And so today, when we look at this particular scripture and um, like always, whenever I give a message, there's always two things you should get when somebody presents the word or even if you study the word for yourself revelation and a life application. A revelation is a revealed truth. That means that there should be something that you discover or find out that you, did, you previously did not know. The other thing is a life application. Why go to church? Why open the Bible? Why read the word if you can't apply it to your real life? So as we walk through this, I want you to find your revelation and life application. So here we have a woman. There's a common story in the Bible with the issue of blood. And we often talk about her sickness, and the scripture starts off, for those joining in, is Matthew 9, beginning at verse 20. And it says that the woman had an issue of blood for 12 years. And what I think is significant about that, as we connect this to you walking in your vision and, uh, in 2020, is this woman, just so you can understand the context, at this time, if a woman, when a woman was on her cycle, she was considered unclean. So if the scripture is telling us that this woman was on her cycle for 12 years, you could imagine if you were considered unclean for 30 days, what would they consider you if you're having a bleeding issue for 12 years? And more than likely, she probably was in quarantine, ostracized, set outside of the regular community because she's considered unclean. The reason why that's significant is because many of us at times go through situations and circumstances where we feel isolated, where we feel pushed out. Some of us may come into this year of 2020 and you have a vision that you don't see other people connecting with or it's hard for other people to comprehend. So there's a degree of isolation that you're dealing with. Or some of us came into this year with certain things transitioning, either job change or relationship change a financial reality change, or maybe you actually physically relocated. And it's during that transitional period that you feel somewhat by yourself. But what I think is phenomenal is, and the, the first point I want you to catch tonight is to know that whatever situation you're in, your condition does not define your identity. And, and what I think is significant about this woman, again, we're in Matthew chapter nine, beginning at verse 20, she had an issue for 12 years. And sometimes when you had a problem that has lasted for years or a long period of time, it gets difficult to separate you from your circumstance, and you can begin to make the mistake to think that your situation defines who you are, and it's so important with language. Even in, even on everyday language um, that we have, we oftentimes limit people to the circumstance that they're in or to the thing that happened to them. For instance, um, me being somebody who's sensitive to issues of social service, I have been educated and learned to stop calling people homeless. But we, what we, the the proper way to address that is that is to say there are people without shelter. Because see, when we say homeless, we actually def, we define their entire reality and existence by a condition that they're in. And this very message is about letting you know that your condition doesn't define your identity. I don't care how long it has been. When we look at the woman in this in this in this message, she had been bleeding 12 years. But watch this in verse 21. It says here, for she said within herself, she says within herself, if I may but touch uh, the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. This is awesome because regardless of how long she was in the issue or in in, in this condition, she had a vision that put her outside of her current situation. And I'm telling you that just like her, we're learning from her tonight that you've got to look within yourself and see what is the vision that God has given to you. And for her, even though she bled for 12 years, the vision on the end mentally and actually, in a place of health and wellness, despite the condition that she was in. And so I'm giving you this midweek motivation message to say that you got, got to take the, a page out of her book and say, even though I may be struggling with something, whether it's been something I've been dealing with for a short amount of time or a long period of time, here's the message to catch. And that is this. Um, al- you know, allow your isolation to become motivation for innovation. And this is what I mean. Allow your isolation to become motivation for innovation. Innovation means to be creative. And so watch this. The reason I say that this woman was creative is because she does not only say that she believes she'll be made whole But her plan is that she's gonna touch the hem of his garment now prior to this There's no record of other people touching the hem of the garment of Jesus Christ and being healed But what's powerful is that when she saw that her condition wasn't gonna define her she then had the creativity the innovation To say that I believe that my breakthrough is going to come through a means I have not even seen somebody else experience. And I'm telling you, coming into 2020, you've got to be bold enough to say that I'm about to experience a breakthrough that hasn't been seen before. I'm about to walk in my destiny and purpose, and I'm going to walk a path that I may have never ever witnessed, but if I've got to be the first person to do it, I just know that i got to be made whole. I just know that my vision is going to come to pass. I just know that where I am is not the sum of my existence, and it's just a rest stop. Let me tell you, don't confuse a rest stop with your permanent destination. Just like when you're on a car journey, on a road journey, or if you're on a long flight, and you're like I remember years ago when I flew to Tanzania, we had to refuel in Egypt, and we had to, uh, we, we stopped first, I believe, in, uh, in, in Switzerland, then we had to refuel in Egypt and had to get on to Tanzania where we were headed. And I'm telling you that even though we spent some time waiting to be refueled in Egypt, it wasn't the end of the journey. That's not where we were going. Even though we spent some time in Switzerland for a layover that lasted way too long. But the reality is, it wasn't the destination. No matter how long your layovers are in life. Some of you are in layover jobs. You're in a layover relationship. <laughs> Let's talk about that. We'll wait to next month for February. Some of you are in uh, layover friendships, layover situations. This is not your permanent destination. So don't get it twisted. you got, you got a place to be. Some of you, you're entrepreneurs working for somebody else right now, but you know where you're headed. And the reason why vision is so important is don't get discouraged in your condition. It's temporary. Watch this. This woman says within herself, she says, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, let me tell you why this is powerful. If she's been bleeding for 12 years, that means she's been, it's pretty much well known that this woman got some issues. I, I would gather to say it wouldn't be a surprise that other people know that this, that woman that's got a bleeding issue this that woman that got some problems and so she deciding to leave from wherever her isolation had her was going to have to get over the opinion of other people to get to her purpose and her destiny that means that other what folks were going to say about the fact she'd been bleeding and the fact that there's religious connotations saying that she's unclean and you know how people do folks love to say that they're for you but then when you go into hard times. About how the devil got a hold of you, you must be in sin. God punish you. It's amazing how the same folks who claim to have a prayer life and speaking like 30 tongues got a whole lot of a whole lot of, uh, of foul stuff to say. Somebody actually is going through and need assistance, need some prayer, need some help, need a shoulder to lean on, need an encouraging word, or maybe I don't need you to say nothing, but just give me a hug when you see me. But the reality is this woman had to conquer what other people were gonna say and how other people were gonna feel. And she decides you know what i'm not going to be I'm not going be distracted by other people's opinion or what's happening in my life and she decides to go because what we find out here when you read in um in other versions of the story in in luke um and in Mark, it talks about how it was a crowd of people, and so <laughs> but she goes through and touches the hem of jesus' garment. Jesus turns around and says, "Who touched me?" And the other disciples are like. Everybody don't touch you. It's a crowd. But he said, but somebody uh, took virtue from me. That means somebody touched me with purpose. And even with that, listen, whenever you come to hear the word, whenever you go somewhere, you need to say to yourself, let me tap into a place called, let me tap into my purpose. If I'm going to come to church, let me come with expectation.'" If I'm going to, if I'm, whatever you do in life, there should be a level of faith applied to it and expectation put into it. And what it is, a lot of folks bumped into Jesus, but nobody had touched him with the expectation to be delivered and set free. Nobody had touched him with the expectation of being healed. And he could sense that somebody touched him with an agenda of a breakthrough. And I'm telling you that if you're sitting there writing your resume, if you're sitting there putting together your 30-day, 60-day, 90-day, six-month-to-a-year six plan of what you think is going to take place or what you're believing God to take place in 2020, then when you begin to take, make those moves and take those steps, you've got to do it with a strong level of expectation. In verse 22, it says, But Jesus turned him about, and when he saw her, he said, Daughter, be of good comfort. Thy and what I think is remarkable. Is how he turns around, and in this particular time and in this particular uh, period in history, women are are living in a chauvinistic reality. Uh, a lot of which goes on today too, and not only that, but she's considered unclean, and that means that she has been considered somebody that's not a good to be around. And what's remarkable is that is that God in the front of everybody calls her daughter. That means in one instance, she went from being a person that was under quarantine and considered an outsider and unclean to becoming a child of God. And he did it publicly. And and I'm just letting you know that she suffered in silence for a long time, but her breakthrough was made public. So I'm telling you, don't think that God is not aware of whatever suffering you've had to do in silence. Because when he brings you out, it'll be made public. So I want you to be encouraged. My last point is, um, for today, is that God will take you from being ostracized to being recognized. God will take you from being ostracized to being recognized. And so for this year of 2020, I want you excited. In this middle of the week, I want you to be encouraged. Don't be moved by your condition. Your condition. I'll review my points again. Your condition does not define your identity. And to allow your feeling of isolation to give you motivation for innovation. While you're feeling by yourself, why don't you turn and look within yourself like this woman with the issue of blood blood, and be creative enough to believe God for a breakthrough that even you have never witnessed. Maybe God wants you to be the, the trailblazer and the pathfinder for that breakthrough. Listen, I appreciate everybody for joining being a part of this. This is the first of many, so y'all have helped me to walk in history. Um, Road to Damascus uh, Campus Outreach, which was started at UNCC, um, will be 20 years old in April, and the church will actually be uh, 12 years old um, in April. And uh, so we're extremely excited moving forward, but right now it's time for RTD, which is what Road to Damascus is affectionately called RTD, to go global. And so, uh, and for those who want to give, um, just on the cash app it's RTD church. It used to be RTD Charlotte, but now that God is having me to build a global ministry. It's now, uh, cat, the cat, uh, the cash symbol RTD church, because there are people that have come through road to Damascus that literally live all over the world. And, uh, they've been saying to me, when are you going to get online PG so I can hear you. And so, um, I'm thoroughly excited about it. Um, hope that y'all enjoyed. Um, this message. Um, I believe that God is doing great things. Um, Not only will there be a Sunday message uh, and midweek on Wednesday, but eventually I want to actually start a small group and do something special for folks where we connect and make a group on Facebook. And I also will be doing pop-up church uh, services. And so I'm actually looking to plan to be in Charlotte on the last Sunday of this month on the campus preaching at the 11 o'clock service and they're having an event three o'clock uh, that afternoon. This is uh, January 26th. And also I uh, should be in California the week before. And so just know um, that God is doing a great and mighty work. And uh, in every, every Wednesday at 8 p.m., I want you to tune in and get your midweek motivation and definitely throughout the week, connect with me, message me. If you have prayer requests, don't hesitate and, uh, and to give them. So let me go ahead and pray with you. Let's all pray together. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we glorify and magnify your name. We thank you for your grace as well as your mercy. I thank you for bringing people together tonight to get that midweek motivational word, to know that, God, that whatever condition we're in, it doesn't define who we are. And Lord God, even when we find ourselves in isolated places, Let it become motivation for innovation to allow us to see beyond our situation and create, Lord God, and believe you for breakthrough. And God, more than anything, we know that you'll bring us from being ostracized to being recognized. You said that our gifts will make room for us, and I believe, Lord God, that everybody tapping into what those gifts are, Lord God, and walking in their destiny and purpose this year, in Jesus' name. Listen, I thank you so much for tuning in. Definitely continue to stay connected uh, please share the PGTV network page, and uh, and and reach out to me at any given point in time. Just know that I, I'm de- I'm thoroughly encouraged by everybody's participation. Um, I'm this was my very first Facebook Live, but I thank you so much. Thank you for the comments that I'm seeing, the love and the hearts. I appreciate it. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so definitely, uh, I think, and I want you to have a great evening. God bless you. I'll talk to you later and hopefully see you soon.